A reading from Deuteronomy. Moses said, See, I have set before you today life and prosperity, death and adversity. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I am commanding you today, by loving the Lord your God, walking in his ways and observing his commandments, decrees and ordinances, then you shall live and become numerous and the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you're entering to possess. But if your heart turns away and you do not hear but are led astray to bow down to other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall perish. You shall not live long in the land that you're crossing the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live loving the Lord your God, obeying him and holding fast to him. For that means life to you and length of days so that you may live in the land that the Lord swore to give to your ancestors, to Abram, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. A reading from the first letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I could not speak to you as spiritual people, but rather as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for solid food. Even now, you are still not ready, for you are still of the flesh. For as long as there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving according to human inclinations? For, one, for when one says, I belong to Paul, and another, I belong to Apollos, are you not merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you came to believe, as the Lord assigned to each. I planted... Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. The one who plants and the one who waters have a common purpose, and each will receive wages according to the labor of each. For we are God's servants working together. You are God's field, God's building. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The first reading today, as you know, is from the book of Deuteronomy. The book of Deuteronomy is written as a sermon of Moses, a sermon to the Israelites on the eve of their entrance into the Promised Land. And this particular passage is almost at the end, and it sums up 
what the whole sermon is about. And that is that the Israelites must keep the covenant that was originally made way back with Abraham. And in that covenant, the Lord has given his instructions as to how to live properly and how to follow his word. And if they do so, they will, uh, they will grow in strength and in numbers. They will be blessed and they will prosper. However, if they don't follow the Lord's commands, that is part of the covenant, then uh, they can expect the worst. They will fail. The covenant was translated into a series of laws, which we found uh, in the book of Leviticus, which is the book right before the book of Deuteronomy. And it's just filled with uh, a great deal of legalism. Uh, it's filled with all kinds of prescriptions on how you're supposed to conduct every little part of your life. It's very legalistic. It's very external. It's based on concrete things that you have to do or not do. The gospel, however, that we just heard, speaks about a contrast between the traditional law, which is very concrete and which is quoted here, and the law of Jesus, which is the law of the mind, the heart, and the soul, the interior life, not the external life, because the external life is really governed by the interior life of, of uh, our intentions, our attitudes, our values, our integrity. So our world is created by what we have inside and what is uh, then put forth in our actions. So the actions are motivated by the depth of what's there. And so this really is a revolution in religion in a way, certainly for the Israelites. Now it's not entirely new because the prophets themselves had foreseen this, especially and literally in prophet Jeremiah, when he talked about a new covenant. And he explains that the new covenant is not one that is written down or is uh, chipped in stone, but it is something that is embedded in one's heart. And that when you and I have that experience, or we strive to have that experience, then we know that we're doing the Lord's will, and the things we're going to do will follow naturally. So there is something about our hearts, our minds, our hearts, our souls. There's something about it that seems to falter a bit. There seems to be something missing. In fact, the word religion refers to a reconnection with something that we've been disconnected from. In other words, that something is missing. And so, uh, we all need ongoing redemption. We all need, uh, we all need to be made whole again. 
Now, in this parish, uh, we have a little ministry that I believe looks to this and addresses this. It's the healing ministry, and some of you may have noticed during our 10 o'clock service here, members of that ministry uh, gather in the rear of the church over where the candles are, and uh, they are available to pray with anyone who wishes to come and uh, seek healing for themselves. Now, the thing is, that healing could be anything. It could be uh, prayer for an illness, for example. It could be something related to one's family, a family problem, a problem with relatives, with neighbors, with friends, with colleagues at work. It could be something that is troubling you and I. We all have some degree of trouble, and it's a fiction to believe that our lives should have none of this. It's embedded in the human condition, so we all need to be constantly renewed. We all need to be constantly healed. There's always something missing. And so um, we have uh, three members of the ministry. And, as I say, that you'll see them during communion time in the rear of the church for anyone who would like to pray with them. They also pray on requests for anyone in the parish or in the families or whatever uh, who wish to receive prayer for whatever reason. So it's a beautiful ministry, and it flows exactly from what Jesus was preaching this morning in this gospel. And so I, I call your attention to it because in my conversations here and there and about, many of the people in the parish have no knowledge of this ministry. And they may, they may not have even recognized what goes on during communion because everybody's facing the altar. And of course, this is taking place in the back. So I commend those of this ministry. In conclusion, let me just encourage all of you. Uh, a life's journey is one of uh, constant discovery. Of course, there's all the challenges that we all have. That's obvious. But at the same time, with the right attitude and, and the grace of God, we move forward. For better, for worse, but it's forward. And we are all pilgrims in this life. In fact, the church has always been referred to as a pilgrim people. How true it is. We never really reach our destination. It's ongoing. We shouldn't be discouraged if we feel that this is a long journey. It's meant to be long by nature. So uh, as we're going to be approaching Lent soon, let us think about what's missing in our life, deep down. Do we need courage? Do we need strength? Do we need consolation? Do we need healing of some sort? These are the things that should be on our mind. And I hope that we will do whatever we can during that season that's upcoming to uh, encounter our real self and the needs of our real self and take advantage 
of the ministry of healing here in this parish. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing community welcoming those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You may reach us by phone at 415-388-1907, search for us online, or visit our website at OurSaviorMillValley.org. We wish you God's peace. We hope to greet you in person very soon.